spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. 811 on Jacksonville's only all-news morning show updating you decide 2023 and the race for Jacksonville mayor. We had our first real good chance to see Donna Deegan and uh, Daniel Davis on the same stage and hear where they differ on things like neighborhood investment, jobs, infrastructure, crime, crime, um, uh, 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 crime fighting and investment in crime fighting in Jacksonville. And specifically, this was one of the more testy exchanges as we heard the two on JEA and the question of privatization. I have never said once that I wanted to sell JEA. And I would tell you, as your next mayor, that is off the table. There is no opportunity to sell JEA when I'm in the mayor's office. JEA is owned by the citizens of Jacksonville, and it's going to stay that way. And as a citizen-owned utility, we have to ask ourselves, why don't we have the lowest utility rates in the state of Florida? It's citizen-owned. Jacksonville owns our utility. We should be working harder to make sure the people that are struggling every month have help. This gentleman, Al Ferraro, told us on the campaign trail the whole time, was the ringleader of these efforts to sell JEA. In 2007, he started the process asking, how much is this utility worth? He sent a letter. Why do you think he did that? Then he recycled $300,000 of JEA taxpayer money through the chamber to tell people the sky is falling. We got to do something different. The man running his campaign was mentioned 44 times in the JEA report. He's been in on this from the very beginning, and if you believe he will not sell our utility when given the opportunity, I tell you what, I got some oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. Live team coverage continues with WOKV political analyst Rick Mullaney with the Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute. That was one moment that stood out to me. What uh, else stood out to you, and will we move the needle on turnout, perhaps, as a result of this debate? Well, that certainly was one of the moments. Uh, On the Daniel Davis side, what stood out was this was an improved debate over the first debate. He's still a little bit uncomfortable, but he was certainly well prepared. And and, and public safety in particular is the area where he does well. But in terms of standout areas, there were three big clashes that Donna Deegan brought to this debate. And in most of the instances, Daniel Davis did not respond at all. One was, and she talked about the culture. They want to say, how do you bring businesses to Jacksonville? And she said that Jacksonville has a reputation for a corrupt culture. And that corrupt culture at City Hall are the same people in his campaign and the same people that will be a part of his administration. And she emphasized this in her closing argument again, talking about a culture of division and of fear and of vindictiveness. And Daniel Davis didn't respond at all. A second you just highlighted was JEA in which she talked about him as potentially being the ringleader of the sale. Now, here Daniel Davis did say when they put on the event at the chamber they were just recycling the money, but he really wasn't responsive to the overall allegation as far as the JEA. But the other one, the third one, was negotiations with the Jaguars. On that one, Donna Deegan said she was going to bring in a team of experts who knew how to negotiate, and when asked how he would negotiate, Daniel Davis said, no one from outside, that he was going to do it personally. Donna Deegan came back in the follow-up question and said, 
this is the same people at City Hall who are going to be a part of his campaign. Do you trust them to negotiate on behalf of the taxpayers? So three big clashes uh, where they were mentioning each other by name. Each of those instances, Daniel Davis not very responsive. He was stronger in this debate, however, downtown, affordable housing, particularly public safety. But it was a good night for Donna Deegan, I think, on those three questions in particular. Rick, as you survey kind of where we stand, we saw turnout at, what, 25% in the first election. Maybe we see it a little bit higher this time around. What I mean, we hear the downtown development, we hear about the crime and JEA, but what might be the issue that ultimately drives a higher turnout? What might bring someone off the sideline? And as we have a chance next Tuesday in the Fair and Fairer Performance Studio to ask Deegan and Davis questions, you know, what might be that topic that doesn't always make it to the debate stage that needs to be asked of the next Jacksonville mayor? You know, Rich, I'm not so sure it's a topic. I think it's more a notion of does the vote matter? And I think a lot of people in Jacksonville have become disillusioned. Uh, Donna Deegan used this language again, talking about toxic, uh, toxic ads uh, and, and, what, and the impact that's having. Some believe that that's causing people to stay home. Mm. But in Jacksonville, with our registered voters, they turn out in big numbers for presidential campaigns and elections. And they turn out in big numbers for the governor, governor's race, but not so much in local elections. And I think part of that is this sense of, will that vote matter? What are the stakes? And if we can convince the people of Jacksonville, and they should be convinced of this, that this is consequential, that come July 1, we're going to have a new mayor, we're going to have at least eight new city council members, we've got important issues facing our city, that hopefully if they believe it's important and consequential, they will turn out and vote. Should be no surprise that crime bubbles up to the top. Are they different in many ways that you heard and saw last night? Well, this is an area that that Daniel Davis has strengthened, and he is pushing this issue hard. He's doing it with his ads, and some of the ads are somewhat controversial. But he, in his opening, in his closing, and in between, he brings it back to public safety. And by the way, in terms of messaging, I am sure that the Davis campaign felt good about how he stayed on message when it came to public safety. Donna Deegan did a pretty good job in rebuttal, but quite frankly, I think a little bit of a missed opportunity, particularly when it came to the Black Lives Matter ad. She said that it was false and it was misleading. I think she had to go even further. But Daniel Davis, staying on message, at every opportunity, he came back to this theme of public safety. He believes if he defines this as public safety, especially with the endorsement of T.K. Waters, the sheriff, who he mentioned repeatedly last night. He believes that's a winning argument, and I think he's correct that crime is a big issue for the people of Jacksonville. It's going to be interesting to have them back in our studio next Tuesday. It'll be a little bit more of a conversation and less of the 60-second and 30-second rebuttals on debate. We'll have a chance to bore deeper into some of the pivotal issues that matter to you. Rick Mullaney with the Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute. As always, value your insight as our political analyst. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24.